hey guys what's up welcome to another episode of the new era podcast i am your host new era and i have a very special guest with me here today uh she is a mom she is an entrepreneur and a wife mrs brianna deardick what's up brie hi how are you i'm really good how are you pretty good thank you so much for coming out here of to... course thanks for having me i'm excited thank you so how did we okay i want to start off how did we meet Okay, so I, when we met, was like a week before I started San Luis. There was something happening at the Pacheco Park, and I met you then. And you had this like, uh, like uh, this white shirt that said like "One Love" on it or something. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's how we met. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's crazy! I don't. That's that's. So, I don't that know how long, I remember that so, so vividly. Funny. I remember, so many years ago. <laughs> I remember us talking at San Luis, mm-hmm. and I mean, even though San Luis was a little crazy, it was a crazy experience because it was definitely not like the high school. You know, it was yeah, very different environment and things like that. But um, that's where I remember us even like conversating, and I remember us even just what we would talk about. It wouldn't be like normal shit. I mean, oh, normal stuff that we would talk about. Like when you normally talk to your high school friends, it's it's usually like. Oh, hey, what are you going to do this weekend? But with you, it was always like uh, you had things like you've always you always talked about your pageants, right? Mm-hmm. I never knew nothing about pageants. So whenever I remember when I first even um, seen or heard of you, it was in the yearbook. We were I think I was like a s- sophomore or something. And uh, the year or the yearbook or something did like a spread on your like your pageant. Uh-huh. I think it was in the I forgot what year <laughs> yeah. it was. And I was like, what's a pageant? Because I didn't know. Like, you yeah. know, I wasn't really raised on, on pageants or anything. So I was like, that's pretty cool. So it was very different than what Los, I want to say Los Banos was used to because we never mm-hmm. had anyone that was in pageants. So anytime anyone, anyone would see you, like, oh, yeah, that's Brianna. She, she's in pageants. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, dang, like, I didn't even know how to go about Like, now I could, like, go up to someone and just interact with them. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, nice to meet you. But in high school, you know how it was, yeah. you know? So uh, San Luis was a, a lot smaller and I felt I was like, oh, you know, she comes here. Oh, cool, you know. So we started talking, and you always had some like out of LB dreams, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, which is pretty much the reason why you are where you're at now, you know, because mm-hmm. you you thought outside the box and you didn't just want to settle. And I remember hitting you up. Um, we had each other on Twitter, right? And then I hit up, I slid in your DMs, and I was like, <laughs> um, hey, you know, I knew you were waitressing at the time, and I was like, dude, how do you go about even starting to waitress? Because I didn't even know, right? And then you're like, you gave me some tips and things like that. And it eventually started off uh, with, um, on on my first episode, I talked about how I really, I'm a car enthusiast, so I really like older cars and things like that. And I started saving up for that from the tip you gave me from waitressing, which is crazy, because now... I'm where I'm at now because of everything, you know? So I'm very big on the law of attraction and just, like, power of positivity, things like that. What do you think about it? I'm so into it. Like, I I don't understand how people don't believe in it. Because when you really break it down, like, my entire life I have manifested. And it's, just, it's like you were just saying, I... I, you know, grew up in a small town, you know, everybody knows everybody, but everybody does what's normal, you know, everyone does what's expected of them. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I just wasn't like that. So I was super outcasted from the very beginning, you know, like I, 
wanted to do pageants. I wanted to become a model. I wanted to like do all of these things. And everyone was like, you can't do that. Yeah. And so um, I, I don't know what it was about me, but I have just always known like to me, it didn't matter what anyone else said. Like it didn't matter if anyone, you know, tried to like shoot me down or tell me that like I couldn't do something I was so set on like I'm going to do this and I didn't know how I was going to do it I am too short there are girls who are way prettier than I am there are girls with you know way better bodies and all of that and looking at the bigger picture like I if if I wasn't so set on like no I am going to do this then it would have been so easy for any outside influences to be like, I don't know, just to change my mind about yeah. things. Like I could have so easily fallen, you know, I could have become a victim of like other people's negativity and yeah. I chose to just stay true to like what I wanted. That's awesome. Do you remember like that first thing you ever manifested that you're like, oh, damn, I have this much power? <laughs> um, It's so funny because I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Um, A friend of mine – well, so the there's a book called Think and Grow Rich, and I was introduced to that um, in 2013 or 2014, somewhere in there, and that totally changed my life. And then a couple um, – well, like last month, um, one of my mentors sent me a book. It's called Earth is Hiring, and that has totally changed my life. And then there's another book called You Squared. Like, there's just so many good books that I'm really into right now. And it's making me realize that every single thing in my life has happened to lead me up to this point that I'm at right now. And it makes me so excited to know that, like, all of the bad things that I've experienced and all of the good things that I have experienced are all with purpose. And now it's allowing me to see, like, my future so much clearer. So the first time I realized that I could – just the first time I realized how powerful I am is when um, – in 2001, I was diagnosed with severe plastic anemia, and my doctors told me that I probably only had a few days to live, and without a bone marrow transplant, there was no way that I would live. And so I um, went to Hawaii to swim with the dolphins through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. They granted my wish, and it was then and there that I realized, like, I want this forever. I want to be normal because I – when I was in Hawaii, I wasn't the sick kid anymore. Like, I was just me. I got to be, you know, a normal 10-year-old, 11-year-old, however old I was. And that was amazing to me. And when, you know, like, I I just started getting better. So I went through um, different chemo treatments and um some random little like treatments and they weren't really working and then when I started to get better I just realized like I can do anything you know and then when it came to pageants my mom always told me that I could never do pageants um my mom grew up in the south and uh pageants are really common there and everyone who did pageants that my mom knew um was kind of stuck up and fit the pageant stereotype. And I was like, but that's not me. You know, I just Mm. want to do this. And um, I, through a lot of hard work, I manifested um, my pageant career that I had for 10 years. Um, 
And, you know, when it came to modeling, just every single thing in my life I have manifested. And it makes me so excited because I'm just getting started. Like now there's purpose and intent behind everything that I do. And I see the pattern because I am self-aware enough to look back at where I've been and how far I've come. And now that I see the patterns, I'm like – it's game over. Like yeah. I am just getting started. Yeah, I think that's what's <laughs> awesome too. I've been. Um, I love that you read those those books because I started reading. There's this a uh, book on. It's called the Law of Attraction. I forgot the author, but I've re I've reread it like a few, like actually like five times because I just keep on going back to it and it just to me. I remember the the main reason why I even got into the Law of Attraction was I remember. A few years ago, you had posted something or, you you know, like on your Instagram feed, it says when someone comments on something, you had commented on it and you had gave someone the um, a tip of like, hey, watch The Secret. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's The Secret? You know, <laughs> and then so I went on, on Netflix and then I looked it up and because you literally said in the comment, watch The Secret, it's on Netflix. So I was like, OK, even though that message wasn't for me, I had, <laughs> there was a reason why I had to see it, you know. Yeah. So I ended up watching The Secret. And the first time I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I watched The Secret again like a million more times. And yeah. every time it just helps me, you know. And and I've told, you know, my friends here. And it's hard because in, in Los Baños, you, you know how it is. It's it's very easy to fall in that settling um, life, you know. And there's nothing, like I said, you had said that too. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I just knew, I, I knew that from the beginning. I never wanted that. Mm-hmm. I knew I was... Uh, my dreams were bigger than the town that I'm living in, you know. And you tweeted that one time, and I'm like, I could totally relate because yeah. it was even like from from a young age. I had grown up with, um, I only grew up with my brothers and my girl cousins. They would just pick on me, and they would always tell me, "Oh, Maria, you know, um, you're the ugliest one." And I'm like, okay, but I never thought. That. I mean, I wasn't stuck up or anything, but I just knew my parents always told me, "Oh, you yeah. know what? Like, you could do whatever you want." And so. My parents were always, I mean, they never handed me anything, but they were always like, if you want something, you're going to have to bust your butt for it. And yeah. I was like, all right, cool. So that always stuck to me. And then I remember what you had posted about the secret. And I was like, okay, there's something about it that intrigues you, which is someone that I look up to, you know? So I was like, all right, let me watch it. I've watched it the, the first time, I swear, ever since then. That's when I was like, all right, Mar, you, you got to change your mindset because everything is in your mindset. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy, even when you have, um, I'm sure you notice... Well, most of your friends are positive and very uplifting and everything, but there's times where you interact with people that aren't, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know it's either you know their mindset's bad or they just want they have different intentions, and you mm-hmm. know when someone has different intentions, you know it, and it's it's crazy because every point where I, the reason I'm at now, even with my podcast, like I, I had no idea. I remember I had hated Patrick. I'm like, dude, I have this idea, and he was like, okay, I've never recorded a podcast before, but fuck it, let's do it, you know. And I was like. All right, you know, like I just needed that, like, cause I, I literally, even when we had recorded the first episode, I had no idea how I was even gonna mm-hmm. submit it to iTunes or even on SoundCloud, cause I had no idea. I have no friends that have a podcast or anything, so I, was, I just knew I wanted to do it. And I remember, uh, um, so I'm also part of Iconic Beauty, which you're the creator and CEO of Iconic Beauty. So, what's something that, well, a lot of people know of Iconic Beauty, but they don't really know what it means. Yeah. What is it that it means? So Iconic Beauty is just a community of women coming together to inspire, empower, and uplift each other. Um, I kind of mentor about 60 women across the country right now, and um, I just help them 
create well, first of all, I help them to see that there's so much more out there in life. You know, I'm very open about my story, my background, who I am, where I came from, how I got to where I am now. And I think the best gift that I can give anyone is allowing them to see that there is more out there. You yeah. know, like it's not up to me to make your dreams come true, but I can show you that there is that possibility that yeah. you can go and make that happen for yourself. Um, and I, I think there just isn't enough people out there who are open or who are just spreading that there is more, you yeah. know? Um, so Iconic Beauty is just, um, you know, women coming together to set goals and transform their dreams into reality. Yeah. And I've, and this is, I mean, I had never even, uh, prior to you, uh, creating Iconic Beauty, I had never heard of anyone even creating something like this before, you know? And I remember going to, um, the Look Good, Do Good, Feel Good event last, mm -hmm. uh, May, and it was awesome. That, that alone, I was like, whoa, so everyone in this room, they're pretty much like my friends, you know, yeah. like even though it was so hard for me to meet everyone because there's so many girls, uh -huh. you know, and my my memory is really bad. So like I have to remember, like, for example, um, the first person I met, which we hadn't even met before, it was Shelby mm -hmm. and uh, shout out to Hel Shelby Hedgecock. You know, she's so funny. She before the event, she was like, oh, yeah, you guys can come stay in my place. It was me and Cece. Right. Yeah. And um, she's like, yeah, I'm like, Cece, well, we don't even know her, but it's all good, though. You know, like yeah. we didn't we didn't feel like scared or anything because we're like okay if she's going to the event she must be like a good person and everything and uh we met we literally met her in her uh, parking garage it was so funny and ever since then i was like whoa like this is what it feels like to have like you know growing up you've always wanted those type of people that you know you had those dreams right of like uh -huh. outside of lb but you never had anyone else that was like you know what but you could do it you know besides yourself right yeah. so um so all the girls in iconic that's what they are pretty much all the friends that you wish you had growing up mm -hmm. they're literally all there and we could hit each other up or text each other if we're in town or whatever and it's always like okay so what have you been up to how um what have you accomplished so far and it's not never like anything negative which is pretty awesome yeah and um we are doing a relay for life event in mm -hmm. may yeah um so what is that why is it that it means so much to you to be a part of it so I, what really, when I was telling my mom that I wanted to do pageants, um, she was like, no, like, you're not going to be one of those girls growing up thinking that you're better than everybody and whatever. And I was like, but I'm not that kind of person. Like, you yeah. you just didn't raise me like that. So if you think that that's what I'm going to become, then, like, that's your bad for yeah. raising me like yeah. that. But, but I wasn't like that. And... So when they, I found this pageant that focused on inner beauty instead of outer beauty, and I put this presentation together for my parents, and I was like, this is the pageant that I want to do. This is why I want to do it. This is why you should let me do it. Um, I'm going to raise all the money on my own. I, I showed them how I was going to get sponsors and how I was going to afford to do this so they didn't have to pay for anything. And um, I raised as much as I could, but still definitely <laughs> needed their help. Um, but they were so impressed with the little, like, presentation that I put together that they were like, all right, if you want this that bad, then just go for it. Yeah. Um, and that, that changed my life. But I – what I loved about pageants was more than um, getting dressed up and being on stage – because I'm mega introverted. Like, yeah. I, the whole people thing is not my thing. <laughs> um, 
But at the same time, like I care so much about people and giving back and, you know, all of these charity things. So um, my pageant career really started from all of the charity events and um, community give back things that I wanted to do. And um, a friend of mine, when we were in high school, told me that her sister was doing the Relay for Life and asked if um, I wanted to do it. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I had no idea what it was. But then I loved it so much. And um, I, since then, you know, I have done a handful of Relay for Lifes with the American Cancer Society and um, work with uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I just, there's so, I'm so blessed. Like I have everything that I could ever want and more, and I'm still working towards more, but there's, there is nothing like being able to give back to someone. And I want to, I just, I see so much potential in the world, you know, like, you know, if you turn on the news, the, the media will paint the world as this awful, terrible, ugly place. Yeah. But I see, like, I could help. You right, know, I, yeah. I, I'm only one person, and I can't change the whole world on my own. But if I can, like, leave my dent in the universe and just, you know, make some kind of small impact, and if I get other people to do the same thing, right. then we can make a really big impact together. Yeah. So I really love the whole um, – you know, just giving back however I can. That's awesome. Because I think it, it always starts off with, with one person, especially yeah. when, um, you know, there's a lot of people that look up to you, you know. So when someone sees, hey, well, you know what, um, she's doing it. She doesn't, you, everyone knows you don't have to, but mm-hmm. you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart, you know. And, and you inspire people to do the same thing, you know. Um, there's, t- there's, there's been a few times where, um, where someone has asked me, like, hey, you know what, um, how is it that you, which I'm not even that involved with, with Los Baños, but... Uh, with like helping out the, the the meeting with the um we went to last or a few weeks ago for the relay for life event was the first time I ever even done like a, like an event <laughs> for uh, anything with that has to do with with Los Baños which is awesome because I've done um I've given back I've I fed the homeless I've done little things you know and even then it it feels so good to give back because it's that decision you make no one's making you do it you're just doing it out of the kindness of your heart and that just goes a long way you know and. Uh, I'm excited for the event because it's something that I've always wanted to do, but I've never, I never known anyone or, or even gone about asking a, a, about the event, you know. So it, it's pretty exciting to know that you're helping out so many people and and you're just pretty much being not that not so much that we want to be role models, but the younger generations are like, hey, well, you know what, they're doing it and they mm-hmm. don't have to, but hey, you know what, they're it makes them feel good doing it. So that's my biggest thing, you know on. I'm just giving back, you know, because you don't the my biggest thing is that anyone could ever give me is knowledge. Like I mm-hmm. love learning about yeah. anything and everything, you know, like I'm I'm never the person that knows everything, mm-hmm. you know. And um I ask like a bunch of questions. Like I'm growing up I used to always think, um, okay, I would always look at someone that was successful and my question was always like, How did they get there? Yeah everyone's question is like okay well my thing was never on the money like i could care less about the money because my thing was like how did they get there because they're obviously doing what they love to Uh do and that was always my question from when i I remember being like in first grade and asking my best friend luli and i was like okay but how like because we were our our biggest thing was selena and they're like but how did she get there you know my Mm -hmm. biggest thing was the how and 
Um, and now I'm like, okay, now I know. And, and I'm, I'm working towards getting there. But um, one thing that we had talked about in the, in the event last May was um, people's whys, mm-hmm. right? What's something that, can we talk about more about what is a why? Yeah, so your why is what makes you get out of bed every morning and fight to transform your dream into your reality. Like, why are you chasing after this big dream? Why does it matter to you? Why are you going to keep going when you feel like quitting? Like, that is your why. And I think it's a really powerful thing because at the end of the day, like, it is so easy to set this really big dream and to give up as soon as it gets hard or yeah. to give up as soon as someone says something bad or as, you know, as soon as, like, it starts to not work out. It's so easy to just quit. And yeah. your why has to be strong enough that you will push yourself to keep going no matter how hard it gets. Yeah. And, you know, for me, like, my my why has evolved over the last few years. You know, I wanted to – at first, I was petty. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get out of this stupid town and I'm going to prove them wrong. And now it's like – I I don't care, you know, like people can say whatever they want to say. Like I'm so laser focused on my future right now and making my impact in the world as as special as I can because I want my kids' future to be positive, you know, like I have – right now I have two babies Mm -hmm. and like they – deserve the world like I like I just I look at my son and I'm like you are so special and like he is so smart and I want him to like grow up in a world where he can you know be happy and you know knows how to work hard and you know transform his dreams into his reality and I want him to know that that's possible and he is only 18 months, but it's already working. Like, yeah. I can see it in him that, like, he is resilient and he is strong. And honestly, he's confidence goals. <laughs> he is the cutest baby ever. We had, um, uh, we had, I had gone over, uh, what was it, last month? And he had, we were literally outside and he brings out a pot and pan. He's like, I'm going to cook you dinner. And yeah. Like, That's the cutest thing. And uh, yeah. it's just, it's so awesome. He has so much energy. And I see that too with, uh, my nephew is is gonna be one in June, and he he has so much energy. He literally has a room full of toys, and he'd rather play with a plastic hanger. And I'm like, are you serious right yeah. now? You have all the toys in the room, but um, I just see so much energy and 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 I've never had any like younger generations with like for example like um any um nephews. This is my first nephew ever, so I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa! Like you literally want to give them the world and yeah. show them that the positivity and everything, you know? So. Yeah. It's pretty inspiring to know that when um when I had first met Cody, I was like, well, you know, I thought he was gonna be shy, but he was just like, you know, very outgoing, yeah. like, and then he brings out positive lines, and then it was just pretty. It's pretty awesome to know how you went from you know having this idea of what you wanted, right, mm-hmm. and then you eventually took. You knew that you took a big uh, leap when even when from when you first moved to LA. Mm-hmm. How did you even go about that? Did you like save up for a while? Or how did you? How'd you do it? I was trying to save up and it wasn't working. You know, like I was working three jobs. I was going to school online. I had an internship and I was booking photo shoots every chance that I could, but it wasn't enough. I was still living paycheck to paycheck. There were still times when 
um, I would come home and like the water wouldn't be working or the electricity would be turned off because I, I couldn't pay them. Like there were so many times when nothing was going right. And I got to a point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I I got an email for a casting in LA and I was so mad that I couldn't go because I had to work. And I I was a hostess at the time. I was um, a nanny and I was a waitress. And I was like, I... Like, none of these things for me are long-term. Like, I'm not going to be a hostess forever. I'm not going to be a nanny forever. I'm not going to be a waitress forever. But, like, I might want to be a model forever. Or, you know, I know that I want more. So um, it was right around this time, actually, where I got my tax return and as soon as I got it, I packed up and moved to LA. I had $1,100 to my name and I packed up everything that would fit into my car and I left. I ended up um, finding strangers on Craigslist to move in with, which I don't recommend. It was totally fine, like, but it, there are so many things that could have gone wrong. Um, I manifested safety in that situation. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but I, you know, I, I had $1,100 to my name. Um, my first month's rent was $700. So I had $400 left to figure out, like, okay, like, how am I going to make this $400 work? And that's not enough for next month's rent, so I really have to figure something out. And um, a couple days after I moved to L.A., I got um, scouted, and my life – totally changed and if I kept waiting if I kept trying to save up and wait for the perfect moment that time never would have showed up you know like I had to make I had to take my current moment and situation make it perfect it was a thousand percent up to me and that's another time when I totally manifested like my whole life that's crazy do you remember that day that you got scouted like from that whole day do you remember that yeah mm-hmm. how did that even happen so i um i was having dinner uh with a friend and um this guy came up to me and was like oh my friend's a photographer and i was like okay this is la everyone's a photographer like <laughs> whatever um but then he and name dropped his friend. And since I am from a really small town in the middle of nowhere, I researched every photographer within a two-hour radius of my hometown. And so this guy, Josh Ryan, um, he was a photographer based out of Sacramento at the time. And I loved his work. Like, I I stalked him. He <laughs> was, like, on my dream board of like photographers that I wanted to shoot with and then when I was in LA and this guy said his name I was like yes I want to shoot with him are you kidding me um so then he texted me and told me to um you know go to his office and I showed up and it's Playboy headquarters and I'm like oh my gosh like what do I do like I I had just won a pageant and I knew that if I went in and did this, I was going to lose my title. I knew that my pageant career was going to be over. Um, 
I knew that all of my church friends were going to hate me. (laughs) I knew that my family was probably going to hate me. I knew that I was about to to make the best or worst decision of my life. But I also knew that if I didn't go in and at least see what could happen, I was going to regret it forever. And I didn't want to live with regret. Like I knew like people would, you know, get over it. I knew that. You know, I I did pageants for such a long time, and they had gotten me as far as they could. Like, I couldn't go any further than I did. So, you know, if this was going to be my chance to get into modeling, and then I could take this opportunity and make something else of it. Like, it was never Mm -hmm. my dream to be a playmate. It was never my dream to, you know, pose for Playboy. But it's an opportunity that got presented to me, and I decided I was going to – take it and use that platform for something else, you know, to get me where I really wanted to be. Like Playboy wasn't going to be my end-all be-all. It was a launching pad for my real dream, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah, no, I had – I remember hearing your story from the first time when you had told us, and I was like, whoa, that's crazy because, you know, you were literally just having dinner, and this guy approached you. You're like, okay. And in L.A., that happens a lot because everyone Mm -hmm. is, you know – know somebody but you're like okay really you know and and it's crazy because you even from when you had left and you moved out tally you your main goal was whatever your main goal was Mm -hmm. and you didn't care what anybody else thought which i think that's one of the most one of the main things that talks people out of their dreams is like all right what are people gonna say Mm -hmm. and that's the worst thing like once once you care about what people say that you're already losing Mm -hmm. and and that's when i had um even when when i had first started because my biggest thing was I didn't know. I still don't know what I want to do, you know, because I, I still want to be I know what I love to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to continue doing what I love to do and, and venture out and yeah, and also get it. get outside the comfort zone, because that's one of the biggest things that holds people back, you know, because people always love to mention how, oh, no, you know, um, I'm comfortable here. I'm good right here. So then yeah. guess what? You're just going to stay right there, yeah. you know? And and I always see everything, every job I've ever had, even till now, like I do have my nine to five, but I see it as like a stepping stone. And I'm like, okay, Maria, you know, you have to have your full-time job to, you know, to, for your bills and cover them, but you also have to be able to to work with what you want. Like mm-hmm. I literally am working every day of the week, which I don't mind because weekends i love to focus it on on the podcast because it's what i genuinely love to Mm do and it's just it's awesome because i've seen i've heard your story a few times and it every time i'm like damn that's fucking awesome because (laughs) not because especially in los baños because i think you were the first person that i knew that actually had their goals and and went for it didn't know how they were gonna get there (laughs) but went for it you know and and it's always always inspiring and even then when we had you know, had always talked in high school. We had each other on Twitter, but I, I always told myself. I, mean, I remember tweeting you a while ago. I don't know if it was before you moved to LA or what, but I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to you to you get famous so I could tell people I knew you, right?" And this was, I think, way before. And then you're like, "Oh, I got things coming." Hold on, I was like, "Okay," but and you know what was funny? I never, even till this day, I'm never like, I, I'm not that person. Like, yo, I went to school with her because you know, in Los Baños, that yeah. happens a lot. You know, yeah. I'm very much of, okay, you know what, like, I'm just having my dinner. I don't know nobody. Um, Because I just don't like that. Like, you know when someone's being genuine and you Mm -hmm. know when someone's being, like, for real, you know? Yeah. And, like, I try my best. Like, you're very introverted, right? Yes. (laughs) I'm very extroverted. And, um, 
But I pick and choose, though, because there's times where I could be introverted. It just depends on who I'm around, you yeah. know? Like, if I'm out to dinner, I'm literally just paying attention to my friend. No one else is around. And it's it's, it's weird to me because it's... um, I always see myself as, like, okay, I love Los Baños. You know how small this town is. Mm-hmm. And anywhere you go, it's always, like, oh, you know, she's right there. Or she's right. And I, I've been getting mm-hmm. that a lot because I never go out anywhere. I've just... Honestly, I've just been so zoned in my work mode with yeah. the podcast and... Any free time I would have of like, you know, going out or things like that, I'm focused. I'm investing that time in my podcast. And and I don't call it sacrificing because I I would much rather focus on something that I want forever than something that I mean, I love going out to dinner with my friends. Don't get me wrong. But for right now, I know it's like work mode, work mode, you know. Mm-hmm. And I remember you mentioned a while ago in the, in the event you had also mentioned about how with, you know, with a normal career, you go to school for, like, a certain amount of years. You get your mm-hmm. degree and things like that. And even then, you're not secured a job, you know? Yeah. So one thing about that I notice with people that are literally living their dreams, you know, I look mm-hmm. at so many successful people and I'm like, damn, like, they don't look at work like work. They look at it like I love being, like, mm-hmm. I look up to a lot of entrepreneurs. That's, like, my thing, you know? Yeah. Because I think that is just so awesome that how they created something out of nothing and mm-hmm. how they just continue. Like, when you've reached one of your many goals, you know, but even then you're not stopping. Like, what's yeah. what's next for you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot. Honestly, yeah. like I like I said earlier, like I'm literally just getting started. Yeah. Like it it took me so long to figure out like you know, what is my purpose? And it took a long time for me to reprogram the way that I think because in a small town, you know, there's that mentality of like, you know, stay in your comfort zone, you know, like no one tries to venture out. Everyone, you know, does what they're supposed to do. And, you know, that's their life. But I look back and I'm just like, there is so much that I want to do. And I don't I don't even necessarily know specific steps. Like I just see this vision so clearly of what I want my life to look like and mm-hmm. what I want my world to look like, like the people who are in my life, the things that we're doing, um, how we're doing them, you know, the kind of impact that we're making. And I see it all so clearly that like, I don't have to know all of the steps to get there. Like, I'm just going to take it, you know, one day at a time knowing that I'm eventually going to get there, yeah. you know, because I've taken different steps over the last five years. Like, it has only been five years since I was living the small town life. And now I am a wife and a mom and, like, I, you know, am starting these new um projects and side hustles and businesses and you know like there's so much that I'm going after right now and I'm excited for it all yeah I I think it's awesome too how how you're not stopping like you you have um every pretty much everything just to be like all right you know what I'm just gonna be a stay-at-home mom I'm just gonna chill which you can you know and um but you're not stopping you're like okay you know what I have to provide for my kids and I have to show them you know what their mom was a hustler and she's and you just you don't see um you know that when, once you reach your main goal that you always wanted which you have and it's like all right you're kind of like okay where do i go from here but yeah. you're still going because yeah. you're just like 
okay, I'm not going to stop anytime soon, you know, which is yeah. pretty awesome. Like what um, you had talked about, like your vision and what you wanted, you know, one thing that I'm a very visual person, like I'm very big on like, I have to see things all the time. So mm-hmm. uh, what helped me a lot was when we made our vision boards, right? Yeah. And oh, what's something, boards. okay, so if someone doesn't know what a vision board is, yeah. like what what can you tell them about it? Um. So, you know, when you were like, 12 and 13 and you would get those magazines and you would cut out all the pictures that you wanted and like post them on your wall well that's basically what a vision board is you just didn't know it at the time um so now what i do is i get so so clear about what i want to put on my vision board like i will type in specifically like um brunette private jet because i want to (laughs) manifest like my private jet but like she can't be blonde i'm not blonde you know like i have to be able to see it so clearly so i you know uh printed out pictures from like pinterest and google you know instagram whatever like i have a whole collection of pictures um on this cork board my husband and i actually made our vision boards together so the left side is uh my goals and the things that i want the middle is like what we want together for our family, our future, our home. Um, and then the right side of the board is like my husband's goals. And every single day, like he does this um, like visualization exercise where he will touch every single picture and uh, picture it coming true. And That's like awesome. we, so we made this specific um, cork board. Um, vision board last summer, I think. And then um, every time, like we have to update it every couple months because things are, um, you know, already coming true or we're adding new things. And that's what we love about having a cork board and thumbtacks. Like we can print out the pictures and adjust it as necessary instead of gluing on pictures and having to redo a new board every single time it needs to be updated that's so true that's and those vision boards they help out so much you know because uh for someone that's starting out my i I love to put people on to like the power of manifestation and the power of positivity you Mm -hmm. know because it 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 doesn't cost a thing just to be a nice person and just spreading that knowledge you know and and i think that just goes so much because when um, I had mentioned this in my in my first episode how to me like when people compliment me on my energy that's like the biggest uh-huh. compliment because I, I mean I could care I could care less about you know well if you compliment me on my clothes or my makeup yeah. or my hair it's like complimenting on my energy and yeah. that alone is the, like the highest you know for me because I'm just like oh my god that's crazy it's it's so awesome so I always let people know hey you know what start with something little if you don't want to if a, a we did one that was like a normal sheet of paper and that was mm-hmm. pretty good, you know, because yeah. and then I went home and I made like a bigger one yeah. and I was just like, OK, you know what? <laughs> I've always had these crazy ass ideas where I'm like, OK, Maria, but can you really do it? But I'm like, no, you know what? You can. Whatever it is that yeah. you do want to do, it's possible. And vision boards are so helpful because it's just little there's in the book that I've been reading that uh, on the law of attraction, it kind of gives you um not like little worksheets, but they're kind of like worksheets where they tell you, OK, um, if you want something change, which the way you're saying things, like, yeah. don't say I don't have enough of this. Don't mm-hmm. say just say um, I will be having it sooner. You know, talk, mm-hmm. b- bring it up into existence, you yeah. know, and um, it, it's 
I love just even I love anything that has to do with like um, arts and crafts and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's it's pretty fun. So I eventually want to have. Um, I know Mariah's doing a vision board party, right? Is uh-huh. it today? Today, yeah. Oh, awesome. So um, I wanted I wanted to have one here in Los Baños because I know um, I know we need it. You know, because yeah. I know. I know, I My know. My best friend just did one last really? week in LB. Yeah, no, you I... guys should get together yeah. and like do it. I'll oh. I'll come up for yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll. I I really want to do one. Um, I I want to. Um, I like had these like crazy like ideas when I'm like, okay, you know, um, I I met some guy that like owns a hall. I was like, okay, I'm gonna rent a hall. I really want to do something for like the community with yeah. like especially with the younger generation or just any age. You know, I I just want people to know. Hey, you know what? No matter where you're from, no matter you know what area you grew up in, and and you you um both you and Rahab had said something um that stuck to me it was you have no choice what you were born into, but you have a choice of mm-hmm. how you decide to, to choose to live your life. Yeah. You know, and whenever that moment you guys told me that, it stuck with me every day, and I reminded myself of that shit every day because I'm like yeah. it's true, and um and I I think it was when I had asked you guys okay what's one thing that you want your son to never forget. Mm-hmm. And Rob was like, his name. And then I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm serious, you know? Because yeah. I really wanted to know what's one thing if you guys could could tell Koda, okay, what's, like, what do you guys want him to never forget? And you had said that. Yeah. Um, that you you don't want him to know, to never know where you guys came from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to know, hey, you know what? You have no control over what you were born into, but you do have a decision how you live your life. Yeah. And and that stuck with me forever, you know, because I was like, damn, that is so true. Because you could have said anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and you decided to to say that, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. So I noticed that here in town, we need that, you know, mm-hmm. we need um, that. And and I think it's awesome that uh, is it Adriana that did it or yeah? Oh, awesome! I'm gonna hit her up. So yeah. we, we'll have to get together because I I do want to do something where um, I do want to kind of be like extra with it and like go all out and so i was like thinking of like renting out a hall and like getting like a whole bunch of things here and there and so i do want to do like pretty much like a day where we're like kind of low-key like uh look good do good feel good event junior you know like kind of pretty much because it's to me i like los mayas always has a place in my heart and it's Mm -hmm. always gonna be my hometown you know how it is and then you you come back to but you're like okay you know i know why i left when you're here for a certain amount of time because i'm like Okay, you know, my main goal is to get out of here, but um, I do want to leave a mark and I want to leave that mark here, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, what's one thing that... Um, so y- you come to Los Baños, I mean, a few times, you know? What's one thing that's changed since you initially left? A lot. Like, there's a Blaze Pizza here and yeah. I'm like, wait, what? You're like, since when? <laughs> yeah, um, but on on a more serious note, like... I don't think a lot has changed. Yeah. You know, like, LB is still LB. The thing that makes me more sad than anything is the rise in violence here. Right. And, like, that breaks my heart because, like, I'll never be able to bring my kids here. Yeah. I'll, they're never going to know where I came from. Like, yeah. they're never going to get to see the house that I grew up in. They're never going to get to experience those things. And that hurts me. Right. You know, like, I, I want them to know that, like, I – you know, didn't grow up in, you know, a gated community yeah. in Beverly Hills. Like, they're they're never going to know that, like, I was not as fortunate as them. But at the same time, like, when I look at 
LB and other small towns and, you know, just people in general, you just don't know what you don't know. You know, it's no one's fault that they weren't born into, you know, like the life that they've always wanted. I was in a seminar a couple of years ago and um, one of the speakers said, it's not your fault if you are born poor, but it is your fault if you die poor. Like you have your whole life right. to build something and, you know, do more. And there are so many people who just don't know how to do that. Yeah. And if I, if all I do is teach people that there is more and kind of show them how they can get more, um, then I'll feel like, okay, I have fulfilled my purpose, you yeah. know? And, and not that it's my responsibility to, you know, show everyone like, hey, here's this perfect life. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like – it's up to you to to do something with the tools and resources that someone's showing you. Yeah. If you don't believe that they're going to work and if you're not willing to put in the work to make those things happen, then it's just not going to happen for you. But um, I, when I look back at how Los Banos has evolved, like it, it hurts me that I don't think that it has evolved positively um and i i want to change that you yeah. know like i want lb to still feel like home when yeah. i come back to visit yeah and that's one of the main reasons why i want to and i try my best to anytime i go anywhere whether it's you know go to walmart which is like a family re or not a family re uh, reunion like a class reunion because you yeah. go every you see everyone and um and anytime I go anywhere, I, I try my best to challenge myself to talk to someone I don't know and tell them, hey, you know what? I hope you have a great day. Mm -hmm. Or I ask them, hey, how's like your that. day going? And I actually, I'm asking because I actually care. Hey, yeah. how's your day going? Because I really want to know. And they're like, whoa, like she's acknowledging me, you know? Like they, people, you never know what someone else is going through. Mm -hmm. So a little like, hello, or, you know, have a great day will go a long way because you just, especially uh, here in Los Banos because you know I mean just in anywhere but you know my biggest thing is here in Los Banos because it's very close to me because it's it's home you know and and I actually don't live in Los Banos I live more in the countryside but it's still what my biggest thing is like I love being able to spread positivity like whether it's one person at a time or mm -hmm. and I think that's very much needed because you know people here love to, you know to know they they a lot of people here settle, so they don't live their dreams. So they're not their mindset isn't really a happy mindset, you know. So they they put that onto their kids. And a lot of negativity gets spread and things like that. And um, I mean, I'm not a parent or anything, but my parents always did a good job of hey, you know what? We're not gonna hand you anything. Mm -hmm. If you want something, you have to bust your butt for it. Yeah. And um, that's all he they told us, you know. And they never they were never big on us like oh, you know, you got to study, you got to do this, you got to get your degree in this. They just always wanted us to be like, hey, um, they always ta taught us hard work, you know? Yeah. And and now I'm trying to teach them the whole, you know, power of positivity because my dad's mm -hmm. very, like, stubborn and he's like, what do you mean you could just be positive? I'm like, yeah, dad, you could just <laughs> yeah. be positive, you know? He's he's worked for everything he's had up until this day and um, and it's, it's he's, he's so inspiring. He's one of my main role models because he's literally had nothing and did everything... My biggest thing is always doing things the right way. Mm. And and what that's my little quote I always say is doing things the right way is always the right thing to do, you know. Um, and my dad's always done things the right way. You know, like there's so many easy times. There's so many 
ways to do things like, you know, um, unauthentic or like crooked or, you know, just using people and things like that. But you know, you know, when you're very focused on energy, you know, the type of energy people bring, you know, mm-hmm. and one thing that I've learned how to do is how to deal with negative people. But how is it that you deal with negative people? I get rid of them. Yeah. Like it is, it's really that simple. Like, here's the thing. When I was growing up, I knew that I was different. I didn't know why or how. Like, I knew that I just wanted to be happy. And there were so many people around me who weren't. And there were so many people who tried to tear me down. And back then, I would always think, like, why me? Like, what's wrong with me? Why does everyone hate me? Like, why do I have to be the outcast? And now that I... I'm in the position that I'm in right now and I can look back on these things. I'm like, I know why. Like, I am strong and I am resilient and I can handle that. And it built me up to be strong enough to be in the position that I am in now where I can handle kind of being this, like, public figure, I guess. And, like, um, you know, not letting it break me down when someone can, you know, hide behind a screen and yeah. say nasty things, you know? It's like they're telling me things that I've already heard yeah. and it doesn't bother me. Like, I'm just going to keep going. So block and delete is, like, you know, my biggest thing. Just because I, like, I'm such a – I am a good person and I only want good things – in and around my world, you know? And so you, if you're not on that same level, then like you just don't get to have anything to do with me because I want to always add value to the people that, you know, come across me in any way, you know, whether it's social media, whether it's in person, you know, like I, I'm not the type of person to go up and, you know, compliment people. Like I'm just, I'm too introverted for that. But like, I would never go out of my way to hurt someone, yeah. you know? Um, even if I get hurt from someone, it's like I I have this, like, bless and release mentality. Like, I don't wish bad on you. Um, I wish you well. I hope that you, you know, find happiness and peace within yourself so that you don't have to go around spreading negativity anymore. But I'm, I'm not going to be part of that process, you know? Like, you – we can circle back on, you know, we can circle back and be on good terms after you've already figured out your inner peace. But until then, like, I wish you well. And like, we're going to go our separate ways. Yeah. And it's it's very important because anytime um, you touched on uh, on a subject that's very big and and important, you most well, all of your friends that you have around you and everyone you have around you is a positive person. Mm-hmm. And one thing I noticed, too, that a lot of people deal with is that they they think they don't have no choice with negative people like yeah and and we do we do have um those the, that decision that ultimate decision hey you know do you want to cut them out of your life or because if you want to cut them out of your life your life will be a lot better and it's yeah. just it's hard though. it's very hard and and one thing that that helped me a lot was when I, the first time i ever watched secret um that's what got to me and was like damn i have to cut out negative people but mm-hmm. those negative people are sometimes people that you've been friends with forever or people you've had the sometimes most memories they're people that gave birth to right. you right and you and know? it's and it's so true because it's um sometimes it's family and sometimes it's friends and it's with me i was always like i'm i'm the only girl at home so um aside from my mom and it was 
everyone's decision around me so it was like very male dominated so mm-hmm. everyone's decision was very strong and and I never really had a say so in anything mm-hmm. and it's not so much that they did it intentionally but it was always like all right you know my opinion didn't matter you know yeah. and I grew up to think that way I grew up to think oh you know what when people honestly when people started asking me oh Maria what do you want I'm like you're really asking me like people really care what I want or even when like I'll go out to a restaurant I'll be like you really care what how I want my food you can't just give it to me like like it's okay for me to ask for no tomatoes like I just didn't know I had that much power of like saying no and saying you know what um so now I I've I've changed how to interact with negative people or even sometimes we we have to like for example at my job I have to sometimes interact Mm -hmm. with so I just changed the way I interact because a lot of negative people if not all just want a reaction from you and they want your attention because that's just pretty much how they live their life you Mm -hmm. know and um one thing i had to do was you know sit down with who i had which sometimes in in this my case was family you know like i had to sit down with who made me feel negative which um it was it was hard because to me it was someone that you know sometimes it's someone that gave birth to you or sibling and it's like it's hard it's a hard conversation to have when i'm like hey you know what I, I didn't want to blame anyone for anything or for the reason why I'm not where I'm at. But I was always like, hey, this isn't helping me, you know, yeah. like this isn't helping me get to there. And and I remember cutting out people out of my life as far as friends. And um, it caused so much craziness. Like it was always like, oh, so Maria thinks she's a shit now. And this was like way before anything. It was always my biggest thing was like, you know what? I just want to cut out negative people. I knew what the route the route they were going was the route I didn't want to go on. I didn't yeah. care about parties. I never was much of a partier person. Mm-hmm. Like, I could care less about those. I'm, I'm more of like a chill, laid back type of girl, you know? Um, So I knew when whenever people just like looked into like drinking and going to parties, even like at a young age, I'm like, that's cool. I just don't want to do that, yeah. you know? And yeah. so I had to eventually let go. I had to like let go of my best friend of like 10 years. And that was like my biggest thing because she was like everything to me. We were like had so many like main goals and stuff like that. But then I realized everything I ever wanted was because I just said it. And she was just like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And she just used me. And I was like, I was always in denial because I was always like, no, you know, she'll never do that to me, you yeah. know. And um, I think when I let go of that friendship, I was a at that moment, I knew I was like, you know what, Marie, you could do anything, you know? And um, it was hard. It was very hard because it was someone you, like, you, you, it's hard to let go of people that you want to win with you. Yeah. But you lose them along the way because sometimes they're not, they're not down for all the, you know, everything, you know? Yeah, but you, you just, you can't want someone else's dream for them more than they want it for themselves. Yeah. And over the last couple of years, like, that is what I have come to realize more than anything is, you know, I see, I would fall in love with people's potential, you know, and be like, you can do this. Like you can, I know you can. And then, you know, they don't see it for themselves or they don't want it or, you know, they're not willing to put in the effort to make that happen. And, and at the end of the day, like it, you can't carry that weight, you know, like you have to just be like, all right, you know what? I wish you well, but this isn't gonna yeah. go anywhere, you know. Yeah. I, you know, and it, and it never. I I don't think I've ever ended anything on bad terms with anyone. Yeah. You know, it just gets to a point where, like, all right, you know what? Like, we're 
we're not growing together. We're growing apart. So we're just going to, you know, go our separate ways. Yeah. And I hope that you do well and find what you're looking for. And yeah. I'm just going to keep doing me too. Yeah. That's um, one of the best things, uh, hardest things and best things I ever did in life was being, mm-hmm. you know what? You know, you're not a bad person. I just, you, I can't be in your life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's uh, like, I'll, I'm always down to be the person that walks away out of things like, like, all right, just blame me for, you know, for not making it work. You know, like yeah. it's always I don't I don't have a problem taking that responsibility of of saying, you know what? um, I, I just don't need you in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, like, don't leave on bad terms. But, you know, how hard it is for some people to be like, oh, well, OK, you know, and then they start, you know, going off and making scenarios in their head of, you know, things that supposedly happen. And mm-hmm. it's like, no. That's not what it is. It's literally, yeah. I just don't need that energy in my life. And yeah. uh, what's a t- one tip that you would give someone that wants to live their dreams, but is in that mode of like, I want to, I want to, but doesn't really know how? You'll figure it out. You know, you just have to do it. It's like with when I started, you know, I didn't know how I was going to make it in L.A. I just packed up and moved and I was going to figure it out. Yeah. And you know, same thing with Iconic Beauty. I didn't know how I was going to make Iconic Beauty happen. I yeah. didn't know, you know, what it was going to be. And Iconic mm-hmm. Beauty has evolved so much over the last couple of years that, like, I'm – I think evolution is such a beautiful thing, you know? Like, everything is always changing. And, you know, there's only a problem when things stop and stay the same. And, you know, just like you, you just started this podcast and you had no idea how to do one. You had no idea how it was going to work out. You had no idea if it was going to work out, but you did it and you're figuring it out along the way, you know? Every interview that you do is just going to keep getting better and better and better. You're going to learn what works and what doesn't. You're going to get feedback from other people and learn how to, you know, make certain tweaks here and there. But you're not going to know just by studying. You're not going to know just by trying to prepare. You're only going to know when you actually are in the fire and learning from it. That's awesome. So just my main tip is just pretty much go full for it. Um, just do it. Yeah. Don't think of how or what are you know. If if you're already thinking about what people are going to say, you're already losing. Mm-hmm. Just go for it. No matter. Go for that dream that if. No one can tell you or no one could judge you. Just go for that goal. You know, like yeah. that crazy goal that people have is just um, it's possible. Yeah. Because people I think one th- the biggest thing is that people love to say, hey, you know, dreams, they're good to say, but they're not, you know, they're not really going to come true. But mm-hmm. um, we're pretty much here to say, hey, you know what? Tr- your dreams are possible. Yeah. Anything you want in life, you can manifest. Yeah. You know, so um. Thank you so much for taking the time to come out here. It means so much to me that you came out here because you're pretty much the start of me believing in the law of attraction and the power of positivity and just just spreading out positivity, you know, because I don't think people really see that. I mean, I know people that like follow you and everything like either on Instagram or on Twitter. They they know, you know, you're a really beautiful person and, you know, you have a great family and everything, Um, but they don't really like i always see like what people don't see and i'm always like you're such a genuine person and you're a great friend and um okay without me getting like all emotional and crying (laughs) and things like that but um you you really are though you know i I don't think people really see the the impact you've made 
and um and it starts with uh when any anytime people compliment me which i've since i've started the podcast i've been getting so many awesome feedback Mm -hmm. and great positivity and i always remember you somehow between any time message any message i get i always think of you because i'm always like damn like it would i literally took me that comment she commented it was on some it wasn't even to me but it was like years ago to some girl and you asked her hey just watch the secret on on netflix and i'm always like damn what if i didn't even go on instagram that day you know what i mean um but i always think of 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 you and i always know okay anything that happens in life is for a reason and it's pretty much the reason why we're we're at today with our lives you know Mm -hmm. But um, thank you so much for coming out on uh, the New Era podcast. I'm so excited uh, for people to hear this episode. This is um, this is a big goal of mine. You know, I remember when I had hit you up, I was like, okay, she has like a million things to do. She's probably not going to have time to do this, you know. And then when you said, yeah, I was like, oh, she said, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> honestly, I didn't even like I wasn't expecting a no or a yes. I was just like, I'm just going to go for it, you know. And then yeah. I hit you up and you're like, yeah. And I'm like, Okay, um, all right then, uh, let's figure this out, you know? Here's the thing with that. I am such a sucker for a good underdog story, you know? Like, I'm one myself, and, I, you know, because you're one of my iconic beauties, and because I have, you know, seen your journey and, you know, like, watched you kind of evolve, like, you know, from going to high school together, and then your posts on Twitter were always so inspiring and, you know, uplifting and motivational, and I was like, is she in network marketing or something? (laughs) She's, like, doing all of this, like, you know, like, power of positivity stuff, and, like, that's so rare in our generation, unless you've been exposed to network marketing somehow. So I always kind of wanted to know, like, what's your product? Like, yeah. what business are you in? <laughs> um, and then when I just realized, like, oh, like, this is just how you are, then I was like, you know what? Like, Maria's going to do really good things. And then yeah. when you reached out about your podcast and when you came over to my house for Iconic Beauty's Friendsgiving and you were talking about how you, in the new year, you wanted to um, – start your podcast and whatever I was like I was so proud and then so when you reached out to me I was like yes I will absolutely do this because I I just believe in what you're doing so much and like you you are going to make such a huge impact on so many people's lives and I'm just really proud of you it makes me proud to be here right now thank you so much uh for coming out I just I'm going to try my best not to cry because you know um you mean so much to me and everything you do means so much you know so um thank you guys so much for tuning in and where can people find you on instagram or twitter um on instagram and and twitter it's brianna deerdeck underscore awesome which i'm pretty sure a lot of people are already following you but uh for those that want to keep in in touch with brianna she is on twitter and on instagram and then uh, you guys could find me on instagram and twitter as well um with my username new underscore era Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in for today's episode and stay tuned for the next one.